Welcome to the Dream Big Girl podcast. I'm your host, Mary Henderson, author of the Dream Big Girl devotional. We're going to take my 40-day devotional one day at a time each week and dive deeper into each day's challenges and talking points. So join me as we begin to dream those big, audacious dreams again together. Are you ready to dream again? Let's go. Welcome back, dreamers. We are on day three of my uh, devotional, Dream Big Girl. And today we're going to be asking a question that you would think would be easy to answer, but sometimes it, it really is a challenging one. And it's what I named the chapter, Who Am I? Right? Have you been asked that question before? Have you ever asked someone that question before? I know for me, it has changed through the years because who I am in my mind is whatever it is that I'm doing vocationally at the moment. Oh, I'm a new mom. Oh, I, I uh, let's see, I'm a student. Um, a few years later, it would have been, oh, I'm a restaurant owner. I, I own a restaurant with my family. Oh, right now, oh, I'm a personal trainer. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it changes. And I think that we sometimes often get into uh, a bit of a battle with ourselves to answer that question because it's like, oh, well, who I am is, is what I'm doing, what I'm doing with my life right now. If someone asked me, I'd say, oh, well, I'm, I'm an author. But the truth is I'm all of those things from before. They've all, they've all gone into the journey of who I am today. But that's not quite what I wanted to get to the heart of in this. And the scripture that I chose is one from Psalm 8, 3 and 4. And it says, When I view and consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained and established, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of earthborn man that you care for him? And so that kind of puts me in a different place that I want to come from. Who am I to God? Who am I to the world around me? Some really heavy and deep questions. Who, who am I? And the, the writer of this psalm is saying, who, who, do you, who am I that you would think so highly of me? You know, I've, I've definitely been there a lot in my life. Because I've struggled so long with insecurity. Who am I? Who are you talking about when people would say, you know, really affirmative words to me? Who are you talking about? Looking around like, you know, somebody else you're talking to? I don't understand. Who am I? Who am I that God would love me so deeply? That in itself, you know, could take an entire podcast and honestly, an entire lifetime to find the answers to. But when I was writing this particular day, what I was really thinking about is, you know, who, who am I to myself, to God, you know, uh, to the people around, but, but who am I in to, to me, to Mary? Who is Mary? And so what I spoke from was a, a you know, a very open and personal story uh, about memories that I have had, you know, through the years when I would rush from work 
to the babysitter from home to work and back and forth, rush through traffic, trying to spend my day being creative at work, all the while trying to figure out what else can I do with chicken, you know, <laughs> when I get home. Um, as a young wife and mother, I would listen to whatever music my, my husband was listening to, uh, to whatever music would soothe my son in the back as he hated being in a car seat. And so it was Alvin and the Chipmunks, and that was his favorite there for a while. And, you know, anything from from Sesame Street, and I would just go into this glazed, you know, my eyes would glaze over and just, Lord, just let me get home, you know? And this this pure rush back and forth. I longed for a day of peace and quiet. And if you have young children, if that's the stage of life that you're in, Oh, my goodness. I, I talked to so many young moms and it's like, Mary, I just want to be able to go to the bathroom and not have them trying to unlock the door. I, I literally have had that. My second granddaughter, she's five now. Oh, my goodness. It, it is nothing for her to pick the lock in the bathroom. I am so serious. I don't know how many times she's recreated that scene from Psycho in the shower with me. It's like, ah, you know, what are you doing in here? She just appeared out of nowhere. Oh my, just to get just to get a little bit of time alone is what so many young moms and and it doesn't even have to be, you know, that that your life right now is as a mom is even as a busy executive, all of the emails, so many people that are needing an answer from you. Sometimes you just need to slow down and say, "Whoa, wait a minute. Who am I away from this job? Who am I when I'm not being mommy? You know, who am I when I'm I'm even by myself from my husband? And I shared with you in the introduction that I was married very young at 17. I was a mom at 21. And I remember somewhere around my 23rd, 24th birthday, I was sitting in the little trailer that Bud and I owned in New Orleans it was our little safe haven, and I can't even remember why I was alone. It didn't happen very often, but I was sitting there, and I just started crying. <laughs> Have you ever just had one of those moments where you're just so overwhelmed, and it's like, who am I? What am I doing here? Who, who has stolen Mary? I don't even know who Mary is, and I remember on one particular day that I wrote about in the devotional, I couldn't remember what music I liked. I listened to whatever everyone else was listening to. And I go on to say later on, just so you know, in case you were wondering, oh man, it is always some kind of mix of Motown, whatever worship music is, is on my playlist at the time. But can I be completely honest with you? I mean, I am an Islander, Bob. The Bob. You know who I'm talking about? Bob Marley. How can you possibly not have a good day when you're listening to Bob Marley? Absolutely one of my top favorites. But I never listened to the music that I wanted to because honestly, I was never alone. All of us have felt that way. We've kind of lost that girl who was brave, who had all of these crazy dreams, who wanted to do so many things, whether it was 
travel around Europe and and eat every possible kind of pasta there is in Italy. Yes, that is literally one of mine. Um, find you know beautiful uh, people in the culture that I want to know in in Greece and and the surrounding areas. Yes, I, I want to I want to do all of those things. And you know, in the moment where you feel like time is against you and finances are against you and, you know, the the lot that you have in life right now, it's like, oh, those things are never going to happen. You have to stop and take a breath. I know I had to several, several times a week and just go, Mary, it's okay right now. This is the dream. This is the dream that you have right now. You've wanted uh, a child so badly. And uh, I, I think we, we will talk about it again sometime. But just in case I forget, I can tell you with complete confidence, the doctor who, who did my surgery later on in life um, because of female problems said, Miss Henderson, you should have never had, had your son. There's no way in the world that you should have had a child with what is going on inside of you. Oh, but I prayed. I prayed and I believed and I know that there's so many of you out there walking that journey right now. And the answer isn't coming the way that it came for me. So I'm so careful to say that and say, well, it can happen this way because it happened to me. I know that each of our journeys is very, very different. But I am so grateful that the Lord answered that prayer for me um, against all odds. So this was the dream. I wanted this so much. I wanted to be loved the way that Bud loved me. I dreamt of it all of my life, having a man who saw me, who, who chose me, who just believed so much in me. That was the dream. But I had other dreams. I had other dreams. And, you know, it's it's okay. We don't need to feel selfish. We don't need to feel like, oh, this, there's, you know, I shouldn't want more. Of course we should. Because God has placed these innumerable dreams and gifts in, in our hearts and in our minds that we have not even unlocked yet. It is important for us, regardless of whether we're a mom, whether we're a busy executive, regardless of where we are in our lives, dear dreamers, it is okay to dream. It is actually God breathed for us to dream. And it's okay for us to know that throughout our lives, that identity is going to change as we change. The one identity that never changes is the identity that I have in Christ. Why? Is it because I never change? Oh, no. I wish that that, that was the case. I wish that I was always loving and faithful and, and, you know, good when it comes to my faith. No. It never changes because he never changes. My identity in Christ never changes because... He never changes. He is never wavering. He is never moving. I know that that is a solid place that I can go to over and over again in my life and know that that will never, ever change. 
but our identities do change. They change as we go through life. We have to grow. You know, we're not that same person we were in high school. We're, I certainly am not. I think sometimes in my head that I'm still in high school, honestly, but it is so not true. My, my lower back and my knees will attest to that. But I have changed. The very first time that I had to fill out a, an application for anything, I don't even remember what the first one was, that I had to circle my marital status as widow. Oh, boy, that was not a good day. That was not a good day. It solidified in my mind that, hey, Mary, life is never going to be the same again. And for you, it may not be anything as heavy as a, a, a loss like I have walked through. I mean, the very first time I had to circle married after, you know, being single. Yeah, that, that was an identity change. The first time that my son called me mom, mama, mommy. Oh, man, everything changed then, right? It's like, I am never going to fail you. I am going to be the best mother ever. Yeah, that lasts about as long as sleepless nights do with them. But you do, your, your identity changes throughout your life. That first time that you're the owner of a business, you're a manager of a company, you become the CEO of, of uh, an organization that you've dreamed of doing, our identity changes in this life here, never changes in God, but it does. And we have to know that it's okay for us to keep coming back. I, I, I kind of liken it to coming back to that, that touching point, that touch point for me. And that's always the word of God. Okay, regardless of what is going on in my life, regardless of what identity I feel that I'm stepping into in this next phase of my life, I know that I am the daughter of God. I know that that will never, ever change. And so I have studied women in the Bible and marveled over my modern day friends and women around me, like I say in the book, that have created some of the most incredible inventions and songs and art and writings. I am in awe every time I see uh, my beautiful daughter, and I call her daughter in love, uh, Lauren creates something beautiful from nothing. I wish that I had that, uh, you know, I'm creative in writing, but for her, it's in so many other ways. It's, I, I'm in absolute awe of it. I'm, I'm in awe of my friends that have gone on, you know, in their 50s and 60s and become and, and gotten their doctorates. You know, uh, I'm, I'm amazed at the women, young and old around me. I, I just was able to, with joy and honor, and gratefulness, watch one of two of my nieces over the last year walk across the stage, you know, graduating from college and watching them pursue one in ministry and, and one in, you know, in the medical field. It's it's it amazes me, you know, as I as I marvel uh, the women around me and all that they have succeeded in and have accomplished. But again, there have been so many times in my life when I have needed to just get alone, grab my journal, 
and look back over the last couple of years and say, ah, yeah, there she is. There's Mary. (laughs) There she is. There's that brave girl. There's that scared girl that didn't think she could write a book and ever get it published and anyone other than the four people in her family (laughs) actually buy it. Yeah, there she is. That's the prayer that I pray. That's that's the Mary that I know that against all odds, when, when it looked like everything was falling down around her ears, she got up one day and said, I'm going to keep going forward. And slowly and surely, that girl would emerge from the pages and remind me, I have had an incredible life. And regardless of when my day is that the Lord has written, my, the book of my life comes, that he says, welcome home, daughter. I hope and pray that I can look back over all the identities that I've had, all the dreams that I've had, all of the ways that I have seen God use the, the few giftings that, that I have And it has made a difference to even one person. Don't be afraid to look back. There's this beautiful part in the Bible that I really love. My first pastor, um, Pastor Watford, taught on this and he called them memorial markers. And in significant places, physical places, the Israelite people had Um, this tradition of leaving stones in a certain configuration so that the generations coming after them would look back and say, hey, dad, what is that for? Why is that there? And the dad would lovingly and proudly tell them, hey, you know what happened there? God opened the ocean. He opened the Red Sea so that his people could walk across it Um safely from an enemy who was chasing them against all odds. And over and over again, the Israelite people did this so that the next generation would know all that God had done. And so I want to speak two things to you in these last couple of minutes that we have together. You know what? I think that that is so hugely important to look back over your life and the different identities that you've had and the different Um, battles that you have won and have fought so hard, you know, and, and the accomplishments that you have diligently and intentionally come to. But you know what, dear dreamer, we can't live there. I can so easily stay in that journal and just live that life that I've had with Bud. So many, I mean, innumerable incredible memories that I have. But this new identity that I have now going forward, God has wonderful things for me there as well. So have you been looking back for too long and saying, oh, well, you know, I did that back then, but, oh, you know, I'm older now. What can I do? What's left for me? Let me tell you, (laughs) some of the most incredible feats that people that we have the privilege of reading in our Bible that were accomplished were accomplished by men and women when they thought that life was all over for them and there was nothing more to give. Let me just tell you, 
again, like we said uh, several podcasts ago, your story is still being written. If you have breath in your lungs, it is still being written. Don't look back and stay there and go, oh, those were the good old days. Look to see what God has for you now. And the second thing is, who are you now? What is ahead? And even if you don't know the answer to that question, even a little bit, much less in its entirety, let me, let me be that reminder to you today and that inspiration. Don't give up. Don't give up. I, I know that whether it's been a loss of a job, of a friend, of a marriage, of, you know, um, someone significant like it was for me, whether it's been a betrayal, regardless of what it was, your story is still being told. So what will you decide today when you ask yourself, who am I? Not back then, not even a year ago. Who am I today? What are those dreams that are still locked in my heart? Let my devotional be a physical reminder to you that anything is possible, whether you're 15 or 95, whether you are just starting out in life to figure out who in the world you are, or you feel like you have done all that you could possibly do and there's nothing more that you think you could be useful in. God is right there, breathing those, continuing to breathe those dreams into you. There is more, dear dreamer. And remember, there's no one quite like you. So there are things in your life that I cannot ever begin to accomplish. There is more. And so our question for today, who am I that the God of this universe would care to even know my name? Oh, get into his word. Get into his word and listen to the Father speaking to you about how unique and special and loved and cherished you are. And our declaration is, I am the Lord's beloved. I am loved wholly and completely. God sees me and he knows me by name. Be blessed. See you next time. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. I hope that you have been inspired, that you feel challenged and blessed. If you'd like to know any more information about my devotional or check out my blog, go to my website at www.dreambiggirl.com.